listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey yo, hey yo. Realize the realism of this of reality treats us both the same cuz satisfaction is the name of the game. So I choose to explain it's evident left eye don't mean the rest of my body is irrelevant. Hey, welcome to the Black Outers podcast with your host Rod and Karen. That's right. Hi guys. Today we're going to talk about racism. And we brought on um, one of our famous people, my mm-hmm. favorite people. Yes, he uh, is. Somebody has been on the show um, so many times, it's, it's almost impossible to count. Um, yes, I always love when she's on. She's one of my favorite people. We're in we're in episode like 1120 today. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been on episode 330, Lil Scrappy the Scientist. You've been hanging <laughs> around a long time. She's been on episode 348, Rod versus the Lizard. Ah. a lot of people's favorite episode uh we've been on, <laughs> she's been on episode 394 good to know nope. every day yes a lot of a lot of people's favorite episodes <laughs> uh we've been on she's been on episode 400 be a lady tonight i i really enjoyed that one yeah she's been on some good episodes i'm that was when i figured out that um those old nice sing time show timey lyrics are actually pretty sexist um she was on episode 458 bulletproof children <laughs> she's on episode 478 which was named amber's boobs i don't know if anybody if we got enough submissions i saw submissions i don't know if they any of them were accepted uh episode 507 just us for trayvon uh episode 539 kill the kiss cam episode 575 which is just called slavey i'm <laughs> <laughs> not sure how that well not sure where the title came from <laughs> it came from something we talked about episode 601 stopping kiss uh episode <laughs> 624 fire in the hole oh yeah i remember that that's yeah. when i ate that um that, ghost pepper sauce yes yeah. that was a terrible experience yeah, yeah. episode 758 hard crack life where we talked about rob ford ah! uh episode titles. episode 898 the big chop where karen cut all her hair off yes and she was also on all season reviews number 10 where she and i reviewed daredevil so without any further ado it's our girl amber from the black sexy geeky and mental podcast and also black chick watching podcast what's going on hey cool kids hey man glad you can make it ditto ask me where i was 12 hours ago where were you 12 hours ago the hospital oh man what happened sweetie are you all right yeah make a big deal about me so here's what had happened um i monday was feeling not so great and Mm -hmm. i had a tummy situation and i was like oh maybe this is food poisoning or something it'll go away i'll throw up and go away tonight but i didn't throw up and it didn't go away that night and then the next day i was still feeling kind of funky and i took uh the pink stuff Mm -hmm. um and i threw it up twice and Mm. then i couldn't even drink water so i went to the hospital and my mom went with me and um it was like a whole thing they tried to start an iv and i was like i have a thing with issues i have a thing with needles and i was like okay so i need you to send in the best person because i've given blood and told them send me the best person right. and they send me a random person and a lady had to leave the needle in my arm and go cheryl can you please finish this like it's a whole thing right, right? i right. feel you so 
she took out the needle and like I have a whole process when I go I know what to say I was like can you please use a butterfly needle like I know myself I know how this works and so um I'm a big girl every time but she took it out and she was gonna have to start an IV yeah I was that far gone right IV woo so anyhow um she takes it out and it's huge it's like as long as like a really tall person's middle finger it was terrible and it was like as wide as like a straw it was horrible and I was like okay okay let's do this let's do this I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And eventually, see, here's the thing. We get spoiled because the nurses on TV, they're all cuddly. Real nurses are not cuddly. God love you. You're doing your job. But she was like, how about I come back? And I was like, um, I was like, no, let me just take a second. Take a second. Then I start crying. Like a baby. And I, not just crying, but the type of crying where you put like the back of your hand against your eyes to wipe the tears like oh, a little man. kid. It bad. was horrible. Then my mom started crying and I was like, I'm going to need a minute. And then, because, <laughs> um, so she went away and then um, my mom's like, just come down. You want to listen to some music? <sighs> Woman, don't you know me? I listen to podcasts. So I have this uh, <laughs> track list yeah. um, and just go to things on the internet when I want to feel better. And one of my go-tos is the episode of um, Where's My 40 Acres, where you, Rod, were on when they were talking about Catfish, the episode with Raffiné. <laughs> and yeah. so I yes. listened to all of that to calm myself down. And I started laughing. And then when she came back, I was a big girl. And she gave me the IV. And then they gave me some drugs. And then they gave me some more drugs and then they're like okay we have another jug but it might make you jittery and i have bipolar disorder so of course it made me jittery and they were like we'll give you some benadryl to help calm you down so you'll you know so you'll sleep and stuff and it was like three in the morning so i was like that's cool with me and so uh they gave it to me and i was all jittery and i was like i don't want to sit still and then they gave me some more benadryl <laughs> and i was good i was texting my lover and well current <laughs> lover and uh, i was texting him and i was like meds are making me loopy i don't know what it really really sad but yeah it was a whole thing and then i fell asleep and then i woke up and um she gave me some prescription and then i came home and then i talked to you guys wow a whole adventure i well first thank you for being on the show i mean that's a whole ordeal right um sorry you're in the hospital how are you feeling though um well i can't run a marathon um Mm -hmm. because i sure could have before but um uh, (laughs) i'm feeling okay i mean not back to my normal self but i'm fine i've kept down food okay and this was all from eating chipotle or no (laughs) (laughs) i have no idea i almost don't want to know i'm sure it would gross me out so Mm. i don't know maybe you're pregnant man maybe it's a baby that was let me tell you something (laughs) it was one of those things they normally always test you for that number one when you come in (laughs) so i go in and i was like i don't want my mom to be in here because i watch enough of these hospital shows and i'm waiting for them to be like you know how many gangbangs have you done and i'm like (laughs) you mean so far today (laughs) stuff like that and but she was there they're like can you i'm glad they didn't ask about my sex life they're like could you be pregnant i was like no is it humanly possible no not at all Mm. now if my mom weren't there the real answer would be well i have an interuterine device and i had my period a week and a half ago that's what i would have said Mm. but i don't want my mom to think that i have sex so um I don't care if I'm a grown-ass woman. She needs to think I'm a virgin. We're right. just going to have that type of relationship forever. <laughs> and, um, 
So yeah, so uh, I'm pretty sure I'm not pregnant, and no, I'm not. I had my period a week and a half ago. So yeah. So anyhow, yeah, that's gotta be uh, probably the like most underrated part of male privilege is when I get sick. I've never thought could I be pregnant? Yeah, that's you know? like the number one thing. A lot of times, whenever you go in, they that's like the number one thing they test you for. I know. Right? I remember when you passed out uh, from dehydration. Mm-hmm like i went to the thing and they were like now we gave her a pregnancy test i was like for what and i was like <laughs> i was like oh they were like well sometimes people have adverse effects and you know like some people pass out and it's like so then i'm just and like that, yeah i hope they don't just come up in here and be like well uh it was <laughs> it, it, here's the good news nothing's wrong with her except she's pregnant y'all gotta have this baby and take care of it all right guys. but you know what that happens to a lot of people and it's one of those things where you know a lot of times you might not know realize you're pregnant until you pass out you right. know so i mean like, you know they got a whole show based off of like i went to take a shit and the baby came out you know <laughs> right like because i did not know i was pregnant and as weird as that may sound yeah. you, the body can do a marvelous stuff that's what i'm saying like for men that's just something i would never can like isn't i would never worry about it right. but women, women probably worry about that like all the oh, time you know? right because i would because i would think there would be something wrong if i showed up they're like ma'am we need to talk to you we ran the pregnancy test and it's positive what right um you might need to run that again I'd, I'd be freaking out if my period was like 10 minutes late you, know? <laughs> you don't know <laughs> be waiting on that shit like a bus like what the fuck man what what and, and then don't be like me i had one of them irregular periods and i'm not talking about them miss a week or two i'm talking about like we go and then it show up then you go so i was never prepared and never ready it was just like hello bitch i'm here and i'm like (laughs) okay i wish you would have warned me i'd have baked the cake or some shit you know and you know for your arrival so for me it was just like oh (laughs) well yeah and and before we move on i want to let you know amber i understand the needle thing because I don't have rolling veins or moving veins, you know, the veins that kind of rotate around, but I do have really, really small veins. Yeah, me too. And it's one of those things where you know yourself. And when I go, it's kind of like, it's similar kind of an ordeal. And I think one time I scared a nurse to death Mm -hmm. one time because I'm like you, I know my body. So if I specifically give you instructions, I'm giving you these instructions for for both our safety Mm -hmm. and I, I since I have small needles, I'm tired of getting poked. And like, mm-hmm. if you if your needle's too big, sometimes people have to poke you several times yeah. and use both arms. They've used my wrist. <laughs> they oh, they they they've used like veins in my feet. Like they've oh, used Jesus a lot Christ. of different veins because my veins are so small that it's hard to draw blood. And so I already knew this going in. And one time this nurse came in and and um she was like uh put like this i can tell an experienced nurse from an inexperienced nurse Mm -hmm. from the way you hold my arm because i had this one lady i remember when i was in college i gave blood and this one lady she was an old black lady she took my arm and she rubbed her hand up and down and then she felt it and she and she was like oh baby there's a vein she boop and she drew my blood no problem everybody else we want to take that thing wrap it around squeeze your arm to death i don't see nothing look bitch i don't got veins that look like roads so we're gonna have problems here and when um the nurse took my the uh, the nurse I'm, I'm about to tell you about when she took my blood i told her use butterfly needle she opted not to and that was mm-hmm. and that was error number one because <laughs> i was already i was like look bitch my veins are small you know i'm I put like this i'm saving you the trouble and so then she poked me and she didn't get a vein because my veins were small. And so then she had to turn around and poke me again. 
and then she poked me one more time and by the time she got to number three I said, if you don't take your motherfucking hands off of me, we gonna have problems. You need to get somebody in here that knows what they're doing, or it's me and you are about to brawl right now. Let me go. You're causing me a lot of pain. Because then what she did, she took the needle and then she moved it, trying to get the vein. <laughs> and it took everything in me not to not to just knock her the fuck out. Because I was like, okay, you're causing me unnecessary pain because you don't know what you're doing. I'm not getting a pig. You better get somebody in here with experience. I'm sorry, nurses. Get somebody in here with experience. Cause I, I wasn't the one. And I, I know my nose was wide and my eyes was bulging out my head. And she knew I was serious. And she ran out. And I didn't care. <laughs> she was causing me pain. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that's why, I, that's why I don't want no kids. Cause they draw a lot of blood when you're pregnant. I'm good. Yeah. Well, you know, um, when it comes to needles and stuff as a man, uh, I don't have the luxury of being able to be scared of them and stuff. And cry, oh. so you gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta tough up, man. Because uh, if you do that shit, they'll never let. They'll, they'll probably laugh at you when you leave. If a dude came in there and was like, "I'm scared of needles and I got a thing," they'd be like, "Come on, man." But you know what? I've I've talked to uh, people and they've said they've literally had people pass out when they tell them that's that probably how you, that's probably how you find out that men are scared of needles is it has right. to get that bad like, right right that's like it has to be something he can't hide because i know i just be like i'm a man like i psych myself up like you stick me with a knife motherfucker i don't care just, <laughs> get this blood how you get it you know what i mean but really i'll be like ah this hurt you know yeah inside. but 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 i but i think for me uh personally uh if I specifically give you instructions on how not to cause me pain and then you ignore that, that like that's when I have a problem. And then uh, when I was dehydrated, that was the worst. Cause I did not realize when you're dehydrated, your veins kind of shrivel Ooh. up. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was like really hurt then. But yeah, cause like I said, I go in, I tell them real quickly, Hey, you go ahead and use that smile. Needle. Don't even waste your time. Man, I ain't, I mean, like, that's the thing. I'm lucky though that I don't have a fear of needles, not since I was like a, a child. And then also, mm, must be nice. Yeah. And I have like a very high pain tolerance, which is good and bad. But on the good side, you know, it's like once, once the needle's in, I'm good. Like stick that bad boy in. I'm like, go ahead, do what you got to do. Like it took so long for them to get my blood last week. I was just like, all right well like i think she thought i was gonna be a like she couldn't find a vein really she like (laughs) i knew what i knew what it was when she was looking at my arm i was like you don't know right because like the dude that did it before he was like bam we got one right here yeah like (laughs) that that dude he's really good i know which dude you're talking about yeah he's really good and and he'll he'll like give you a little ball and have you squeeze it and yeah and kind of kind of pat around and you can tell the ones that's kind of inexperienced or or like they're going by the textbook it's like i got to see the thing well it's not her thing but it's cool you know whatever i just you know it took a while and i just you know manned up i was just like go ahead and just i know this is gonna take a while she tried to make small talk but like you could tell it was going slow because her small talk was running out. She's <laughs> like, yeah, crazy weather. I was like, we, we did the weather a couple minutes ago. It's, <laughs> oh, po- po- it's cool. It's cool. Like, I'm not, I'm not mad. She was like, yeah. I, and plus I think people do treat people like shit, um, in general, like customer, either customer service people or people, you know, someone taking mm-hmm. your blood or whatever. I think people treat them so bad because every time I talk to people like that, they always act like, 
they expect me to flip the fuck out and you know i i with the exception of that lady i am normally very very pleasant i'll jump aside because i know that their job is hard yeah. my thing is don't cause me any unnecessary pain <laughs> like like, I, no, like, I, like look i'm not i'm not from. i'm not even get pointing fingers i'm just saying the way they react it's obvious that other people have had like whatever the bad experiences at that job are is fucked up you know what i mean because yeah. because like i was just i was just like yeah i'm fine it's cool take your time and then she's just like i just uh, i mean right, I, just, right. I, I know it's taking a while i was like it's, it's cool right, like because it's so is ike turner or joe, or joe jackson <laughs> is joe jackson in the closet is he like <laughs> gonna hop out? Gonna, is he gonna make sure that you do this right it's fine yeah. you know it's it'll it'll take me what two extra minutes yeah, in here than it would have taken me yeah, right it's, it's almost like that customer service type of thing you're right where people they don't know how to respond to you and i think for me uh i've had the same thing where uh, one of the people took my blood and then not only my veins are small i was cold and yeah. when you're cold your blood don't move fast so once they Jeez. find the vein and what was what was <laughs> and what was hilarious uh with that it was like like it was barely moving they was like we need to warm you up baby i said we need to do something ourselves we're gonna be here all goddamn day right well at any rate uh you know that's that's some very different experiences giving blood um <laughs> uh all right what i wanted to say is amber has two podcasts all right uh the first one is black sexy geeky and wait yeah black sexy geeky and mental um how's that one going first of all uh cool i don't care about that one no how oh, okay all right. my hit <laughs> podcast black chick watching that's like yeah i saw you were trending on uh twitter a little had some hashtags going yeah no big deal or anything gosh stop gushing about it speaking at uh you were speaking at um uh conference the other day yeah let's let's not name it let's not I've name got it issues but uh yeah i was at a sci-fi convention and okay. uh I did some panels and one of them was black chick watching and it went super well and people loved it and it was just so great and oh it was just wonderful that's dope man oh, that was uh for you sweetie i remember when you were trying to field ideas for like what to to do or whatnot and i was just like you you already doing it dog well, like you know that shit ain't even i mean it's work obviously but it's not even like work because you always would be thinking like that whether you had a podcast or not you'd be you'd still be seeing it that way so that's that's super dope man um what what kind of things um put it this way what is your favorite thing you've covered so far on black chick watching um i really like talking about like sarah bartman and serena williams Mm -hmm. that was a, a really personal good thing and i feel like a lot of the things that i have issues with that's at the core of it and i think it's just because of where i am in my life because there's so many other things that there are issues with with um women and our portrayal in media but when it comes to sex and sexuality and uh stuff like that it it strikes a nerve with me and so uh and and um also i've been opening my eyes to the concept of black love and like with all this stuff i say and all the carrying on um i i um i still am on that white dick and 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 also uh all the three main um you know bad bitches of t black chicks right now um on their shows are all with white dudes Mm. and it's like huh yeah that's that's interesting that i that i've 
like where are the black families? Where where's the black love and blackish? Because Empire is dysfunctional, blackish is really pretty much. I mean, being Mary Jane has stuff too. Right. Um, has you know, but her herself, she's just. Oh, I love that show, but I can't stand her. Just like Olivia Pope, I'm so done with Olivia Pope, but I love that show. She is the worst. I'm I'm all caught up now, even after swearing it off. <sighs> I can't quit it. I just. I mean, I don't know. I can't quit her. Uh, but yeah, she's a terrible person. <laughs> she is though. She is. She's just bad at everything. Um, the, um, uh, I think I just like it at this point because one, it's something I could talk to my mom about because she watches it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, two, I get to, um, keep up with, you know, all, all my fellow, um, watchers, you know, like so many black women watch that show mm-hmm. and, you know, I can't help but want to talk about the shit they talking about. So, uh, I have to know, but, um, yeah, but, but I will say this, um, as a black man, when I watch those shows, like part of me is always kind of rooting for black love. Can't help it. Um, root for the home team sometimes. Um, but at the same time, I think a lot of, uh, the white male leads that end up being the love interest is kind of like this, um, almost like fantasy thing of being like well you're so coveted like the most powerful men want to be with you you know these Mm -hmm. you know like these men have quote-unquote options but they Mm -hmm. still know you the baddest bitch on the planet so they'll Mm -hmm. go to war to fuck with you you know they'll uh you know risk everything you know this guy's a law professor but he's you know he knows not to cross you and he knows that where who to come home to at night and uh i think it's part of the the whole like it whoever's writing the show would they would probably write the love part like that like tony soprano can be a big fat piece of shit but mm-hmm. he's always gonna have the baddest mistress right mm-hmm. you know because right it's written from that perspective so to me you know i i think it's this it's kind of like true equality almost and especially with um especially with shonda ron's characters because i like that her characters are very flawed mm-hmm. and not good people um because we root for not good people all the time i don't know why when it comes to black women suddenly it's bad because they're not good people quote unquote like walter white was never a good person Mm -hmm. neither tony soprano's never a good person um you know like so many of these these dramas have leads where we're like yeah we're about to watch a white man sell drugs or be a mob boss or you know be a serial killer like dexter and 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 we just never have these qualifications where you know he he can't do he can't be cheating or you know i they have to be perfect yeah the other day he took a shortcut at 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 work he's you know he's i don't want to watch this show anymore but we definitely do that to to black female leads Mm -hmm. yeah like the the standards are ridiculous because it's a lot of um I guess people bring their own personal issues with black women whenever they watch these shows, when they mm-hmm. don't, whenever they watch the shows and the leads are white or, or either of, uh, or, or even other brown people, black people, for some reason, act like blacks are the only minority. There's other brown people out there, y'all. But for some reason, we kind of only focus on us to mm-hmm. an extent and we only put ridiculous standards on us and the things that we do. Um, and I think whenever I watch these shows, I just want to watch a good written character. 
right no no matter what they could be flawed they could be fucked up they can cheat they can kill they can murder why because we watch white men do this all the time and they do not get criticized for leaving their wives or or, right. or having extra marital affairs but you know for some reason when it comes to to women period but particularly black women you have a lot of people who get on their high horses and they want to to chastise or talk shit about anybody that watch these shows with the with the lead particularly if she's a black lead isn't perfect what do you mean she's having an affair or oh, that a whore what do you mean she's doing this what do you mean she's doing that it's like uh okay uh like you said with sopranos where you know did anybody write write all these think pieces about that back in the day you well, know there, there's also this other element where it's a drama right so for it to be a drama typically the connection between the romantic partners is going to be flawed and people don't really want to see that shit either it's like if two black people are together they better be like the mo- the least dramatic have each other's back every week no arguments no one's ever wrong couple or else every day someone's gonna every week people are gonna be like you know she was wrong to bring up that bullshit or he was wrong to do this it's like well if you kind of uh take take that out of the equation and you have like mixed race partnerships and all of a sudden it's like oh well i'm rooting against everybody anyway you know what i mean like i don't want these motherfuckers to be together at all but when it's black it's like it can't just be black right. it's gotta be perfection because you still have you know like blackish you still have empire where those couples are together but they present their flaws as part of the storylines every week right and people go that's bad too like they really want cliff and claire huxtable over right. and over and over again and for I, blackness and i don't and i'm gonna tell you right now they don't either because the ratings show they don't <laughs> let's right. just keep that real as much as people want to come out and 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 uh fry everybody on facebook for watching empire and fry everybody you know for watching scandal and all this shit if push come to shove and they gave you what you really want let's see what those ratings would be they would be really really low so you really don't want it you're just talking well um i also enjoyed uh your interview with uh frangela oh you mean the famous people i had on my hit podcast black chick watching cool thanks yes ma'am. yeah it was pretty dope man um me and karen listened to it in the car mm-hmm. um and uh it was you know and and for the record i was not very familiar with them so it was like you were the famous person in the conversation to me <laughs> but uh they were so funny and they were and um so quick and like and then obviously as you guys highlighted all the things that they are uh that they do i was like oh oh, okay so they are famous they do a lot but uh that was a great interview man are you uh planning on doing more like interview style shows or is that just like a special one-off thing no uh i want to i've sent out some feelers and i got some more people in mind so you know it's it's gonna happen oh man um now what kind of feedback are you getting on black chick watching um it's been good um yeah i mean it's i don't know it's been good i've gotten some some nice ratings except for this one bitch who said (laughs) that um they didn't like the show because I act like my views are more controversial than they really are. Because, okay, so because I'm me, right. I apologize a lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I'll say things like, so I know people are gonna have an issue with this, but, and she said, um, or he, whatever this dumb bitch is, right. is, uh, was like, well, you know, I want to like this show, but it's so annoying. She's not as controversial. You know what's funny? 
some people of some communities that I used to be a part of would always get on somebody's back about the things I apologize for ahead of time. And maybe I shouldn't. You know, maybe it's a thing. But it's... I'm just trying to mitigate things ahead of time and be like... What I want to say is, shut up. Right. Okay? What I'd rather say is, feminists don't write me. Let me, mm. let me live is what I really want to say. But instead, <laughs> I tiptoe around it and say, some people <laughs> um, might have issues with my differing opinion. Da, 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 da. It's because I've gotten stuff about things. Yeah. So, I think, so. uh, and one of the reasons I think I gravitate towards you is because a lot of um, the way you think is in your head before it's out to the world. You know what I'm saying? So, like, as you're saying it, you're mitigating it then like you're already anticipating the response to what you're saying even if it's hyperbolic like even if the person isn't even thinking that shit right in your mind like i see the angry person already forming like putting his hands on the keyboard and hitting send and i already know what you're thinking so let me stop now and go all right i know you're about to be upset but this is how i feel about this and maybe they aren't upset nine times out of ten they won't be upset (laughs) but you know what i mean but maybe you are talking to that one person right you know maybe that one person is upset and they are like motherfucker and then you're like don't even send it because i already know what you're saying and they're like all right i ain't gonna send it then and they push the keyboard away yeah maybe so i but i do that all the time i do that in normal conversation as well which is i'm sure a headache to a lot of people that could be good and bad yep <laughs> yeah and i don't know what i am i just talk so <laughs> yeah karen just cleans it up after <laughs> like i remember one time we were in the uh, movies and um these uh latino people came in and they were with the cleaning crew. yeah that's exactly they were talking just like that and they were <laughs> but now they came in to to clean up and yeah. you know they obviously worked at the theater and karen just like Oh, uh, come on, stars and all this shit. And I was like, Karen, that is extremely <laughs> That's racist. racist. Yes, it was, it was extremely. Racist. And she's like, what? I just, I speak Spanish and I figured they did. And I was like, yeah, that's not, that's, that's, not, how that's not how it works. I told you. See, if I had that filter, we'd be good to go. Just like one day I seen a Chinese man running and I asked him, was he delivering Chinese food? <laughs> she cracks herself up. Yes, I do. <laughs> But, uh, it looked like he was the delivery man yep highly racist <laughs> yes I am. so so yeah i definitely i prefer to live with the filter those are choices <laughs> yeah i guess and, my filter must be my filter was like fuck it between that and whatever karen has i, I take i'll take mine <laughs> we got a middle ground somewhere take my stuff um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's what happened that's what happened when, you, when the when the filter go to zero uh and also you're coming up on uh, um another anniversary here right yep four years four years yeah. seems like just yesterday i was listening to you talk about being out of i believe you called it the loony bin i did not yes uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> i was listening we can say that yeah i i that's your word not mine uh i remember listening to that and being like this is a very interesting person um wonder what's going on and 
uh like being like and and you did a lot of uh i could be back there any day like i don't know mm-hmm. you might not get an episode motherfuckers I'm i, like, I oh, remember wow. those days i was like she okay you know yeah. she all right i you know i was concerned right i was tuning in every week like a reality show man. <laughs> me too like i hope she come back right <laughs> um but um you've been it's been four years man how do you how you feeling about this uh four year uh run of, of just uh consistency it feels good. Um, I'm in a, I'm in a good place. I, I like where the show is going. I, I am dealing with some stuff with the sex positive and feminist communities and just now kind of coming out of the closet as having issues with them. And I still think that I have a legitimate concern to be, but, uh, it's only now that I've been, uh, rolling things out a bit. Mm -hmm. So that's been a challenge and that's part of, and, uh, it's part of my cowardice with that show, which is why it does what I want it to do. I have a little community. It's all I need and things are going real smoothly and so when i meet new people it's like i don't need them getting up my ass about my issue my you know issues with different stuff well that's your it's like you say your personal journal you know mm-hmm. it's, your, it's like writing your diary or something although we all are allowed to read it you know but yeah. but you know at the same time it's kind of your process or whatever you're going right. through. right mm-hmm. you know so um well also um i did want to mention that this is the blackout tips okay if you've been listening for a while like what the fuck is this i know what am i listening to yes it's a podcast that my wife and i do five days a week and the motto of the show is nothing's wrong it's funny you can find us at the blackouttips.com or on itunes or stitcher just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews and we'll come up if you're a premium listener then you can go back and listen to all those episodes i highlighted earlier mm-hmm. and get you some extra amber maybe this is your first time uh hearing amber it's been a while since we had her on amber is everything. and uh you and some of those episodes were absolutely uh like classics like mm-hmm. people's some of those episodes are people's favorite episodes ever so yes I feel like that's a pretty tough catalog to beat right there Th- that is and i know that um I know Amber used to burlesque, and my my goal is she used to do burlesque. Yes, what I say, she burlesque. I was like, she used to do burlesque. My bad. <laughs> and my goal is to see her perform one day. There you go, Karen. Just randomly interrupting the intro. There yes, we go. Sir. So as I was saying, um, you can uh, <laughs> you can listen to the show all all kinds of places. Leave us five star reviews, and we'll read them on Saturday um and uh if we like them if we do mm-hmm. not like them we won't read them nope. and if they're less than five stars and you have no chance in hell of us reading it Mm-mm. the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and bullet ball extreme <laughs> and today marks day 399 that bobby schmurder is locked up in jail and wow. his bail was just denied again yesterday god damn i know man 300 he's gonna be in jail 400 days that's a long time <sighs> no trial nothing that's mm-hmm. crazy just in there can't even get out on bail right he made money for people <laughs> and they still were like no right the company um, ain't paying it. meanwhile bill cox was in jail for two minutes um right he <laughs> walked in the cell sit down and walked right out also today's show is sponsored is brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and use code tbgwt 
to get 20% off of your first month at getbevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. All right, let's talk about things, guys. I don't know if you noticed, but things have continued to happen. Yes, they have. And we talk about them here. Okay. Um, the first thing is my man, Ta-Nehisi Coates, a.k.a. Uh, the God, as um, Bomani Jones calls him, he wrote about Bernie Sanders um, and, and the Atlantic.com and said, uh, why precisely is Bernie Sanders against reparations? Um, the Vermont senator's political imagination is active against plutocracy, but why is it so limited against white supremacy? Um, and he basically goes on. I won't read the whole thing because obviously it's long. He is Tom Hossie Coates. Um, but, uh, he basically goes on to say that, um, while Bernie Sanders is extremely radical, like he's, people consider him like the, a socialist even, like the, the left, the most left you can get. And he's about economic justice. And, and we talk about race, people go, he marched with Martin Luther King. So he's so racially progressive that like, how could you even question his commitment to civil rights and shit? So somebody asked him about, uh, reparations for slavery. And his response was, no, I don't think so. First of all, it's likelihood of getting through Congress is nil. Second of all, I think it would be very divisive. The real issue is when we look at the poverty rate among African-American community, when we look at the high unemployment rate within the African-American community, we have a lot of work to do. So I think that we should be talking about it. Uh, what we should be talking about is making massive investments and in rebuilding our cities and creating millions of de- decent paying jobs and making public colleges and universities tuition free, basically targeting our federal resources to the areas where it is needed the most and where it is needed the most is in impoverished communities, often African-American american and latino um so once again he pivots to the economy that's kind of his thing yes it is but it's kind of interesting because if you pay any attention to the debates you pay any attention to his platform pretty much everything he stands for is not getting through congress come on now pretty much every single major platform that he's talking about is impossible to pass for him because he's such an outsider to the democratic like platform he doesn't have senators in his pocket he doesn't have congressmen in his pocket the uh congress and senate is majority republican now anyway he's not a transformative figure like barack obama where not only did he get people out to vote for him in all those different states where these new voters came out they also voted democrats into office right Mm -hmm. and that only lasted for two to four years it was not even like two years it didn't even last for four years right Mm -hmm. because the next time when it was time for everybody to run for the midterms um barack obama's not running you know so people were like i'm staying home that and they ran away from him uh not i don't know if they ran away from him the first time they definitely did by the second time right the second time you know but but the point being and some did i'm sure but the point being your thing is that you're a dreamer you know your your thing is that you're pushing these non-compromising ideas these things like you know rate tax increase on the rich um these things like free college for everybody and shit and 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 i'm not saying these are bad ideas but they're just ideas Mm -hmm. they don't like in like at least with senator clinton she or secretary clinton she has like the leverage from being within the system for so long that 
the proposals that are that she pushed forward even if they're modest kind of have this thing where you're like okay i can see how she could twist everybody's arm and make that happen you know it's not too big a dream but it's a dream you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. bernie just be like hey man we gonna you know we gonna fucking reverse the polar like uh the polar poles of the of the world and we just gonna flip this shit backwards and go back in time y'all with me and everybody's like yeah that's a great idea but that's impossible right so it's like and i understand what ta-nehisi coast point which is like if we're talking about <laughs> impossibilities why is the impossible got to stop when niggas want some shit right. why does it possible always stop with us you know what i mean like why like this won't even get through congress man none of your shit's getting through there you might as well fuck with us then no like at least lie like can't you just lie like you lie to everybody else what's wrong with that you know you talking about sending wall street to jail they not gonna let that shit happen Mm-mm. they own everybody they about to be he'll propose that shit and when and everybody's gonna be like yeah okay <laughs> uh i would but i have to play golf with that guy you want to put in jail so uh this is gonna be awkward yeah, um, so my vote is no but um yeah tana hazy has been catching shit all day wow like you look at his mentions Them on twitter <laughs> oh lord don't look at his mentions on twitter people are writing articles he's reposting them um he tried to talk to sanders directly before writing the article um and this is tanazi coates he's somebody it's not like me wanting to talk to bernie sanders right um they didn't respond no he he gave him three days so they definitely had a chance to respond they just were like fuck that right um and the fact that he would call it divisive this idea of reparations um it's like a, a lot of your platforms are divisive being a socialist is considered divisive like just that term like he embraces that term like i'm a socialist many 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 people consider that to be divisive some people talk about the feasibility of reparations which is a completely other conversation but um tana Coast has written a very long like 63 pages worth of uh stuff about the case for reparations it's called the case for reparations i do suggest everybody read it it's really good and you won't end up saying stupid shit like well how you gonna do it because he actually highlights the how the why the feasibility obviously like he highlights the whole thing but people were just saw they see the word reparations and just have like a immediately like what niggas gonna get something that's crazy you know right even though we've they've paid other groups of peoples for their injustices right yeah he highlights that Um, oh now so yeah anyway i just think it's a good read um and i think it's a good point man but it, it just kind of highlights the the thing i've been saying about sanders the whole time is like he's radical on the air in the areas that like economy wise and tax wise and redistribution of wealth wise but i feel like he's clueless racially um so um wasn't surprised to see uh the backlash that Ta-Nehisi Coates got for that. Um, speaking of um, the backlash, Steve Harvey's in the news, guys. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he had a little mistake at the Miss Universe pageant. Happens. As 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 it you do. Um, he, <laughs> so he actually um, uh, had an interview with um the lady he snubbed 
uh miss columbia um uh and he um apologized you know because he was uh he fucked up and it's on him and there was no other way to uh no other way to view that um now it hasn't it, it the event airs next week the uh okay so apology okay so they recorded it yeah it's already okay. been recorded <clears throat> even though it's not out yet but uh it will air next week um and you know he's already let what's her name Ariad ariadna gutierrez arevalo uh he's already let her know uh my bad or uh as karen would say me milo mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> 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 um yeah he said this caused me a lot of sleepless nights oh wait actually can i play this i think i might have the clip yeah uh my question here is, we go oh take your time is, clip i know your family's been very supportive of you during this whole mess but what was the hardest part of this for you I, I could tell you some hard parts for me. My deeper concern was for the two women. It really was, because as bad as I felt, oh my God, Miss Columbia, how could she possibly have felt? And my heart bled for her, and I haven't been able to talk to her since. That night I went to bed at 12.30. I woke up at 2.30, I couldn't even sleep. But my girl got up with me, Marjorie, my wife, she got up with me. She was the best Stop. You're horrible. Stop it. You ain't right. Hey, you got to have somebody with you. Somebody climbed down in a hole with you. And she mm-hmm. did. But she kept telling me, Steve, keep your head up. Keep your head up. You did the right thing. She kept saying, you did what your father raised you to be. You went out there and you took the hit. And then, you know, my kids, man, people don't understand the damage of social media. You know, your kids go through this, your wife go through this, everybody. You know, death threats against your family. I can't let my kids go Really? That's difficult, man. That's very, very difficult. Mm -hmm. But as difficult as it was for me, it was really funny, man, because the reason I didn't do any interviews or anything because I wanted to talk to the women first. Because regardless as to how I felt, I was still stuck on them two women. I really was, man, because I got daughters. Very good, very good. Oh, yeah, he was caught all types of racial slurs and everything else. Listen, whatever my issues are with him, Likarichi and Consuela need to calm themselves down. (laughs) Okay, she didn't win. Sucks to be her cool your jets keep I, our names out of mouths i love how that became all about him mm-hmm. uh, even though it's about how he really fucked up her night and yes. <laughs> he, was, he was like i could i couldn't sleep i mean he was restless i got up my wife got up with me he started, went down the hole yeah he, <laughs> he, he almost started crying too that's why i started laughing because yeah. i on, know it geez. is Steve out here about to cry, man. Come on, dog. He's a crier. He is a crier. He is. I don't watch enough of his stuff to know that. He He, cries a lot. Yeah, he's a crier. 
man to be so hurtful to women it's a i'm surprised he cries oh that much <laughs> he's so bad oh steve but uh we all forgive him we joke here uh, <laughs> uh in good news coming out of hollywood ava duvernay who you guys may know as a uh, director of selma uh she has partnered array films um distribution collective uh with indiegogo because they want to try to get some black women filmmakers uh film and filmmakers of color uh get their movies made and get them out to everybody good yep uh they'll officially launch at the fifth annual array soiree at uh this year's sundance film festival where DuVernay and indiegogo co-founder danae ring will host 50 industry influencers executives and creators for discussion on the present state of diversity in film as well as brainstorming ideas for the future uh yes yeah, shout out to you know all the people that uh go get your own and all this shit uh people already got their own go support those people yep you know they like, out there and they're and most people either waiting on the same mainstream they complain about to tell them about these people or they don't look and it's gonna take honestly it's not like white people aren't gonna come up with the thing that helps black people and black women get their voices out there it's gonna be some black person because that's kind of historically how it always is now some people might want to help some people want might want to get out of the way or whatever but in general it's always going to be someone black who's seen how these things works that goes here's how we open the door for everybody else and ava's dedicated to doing that um it feels like everything i read about her is her putting on other people and shit i'm like when are you gonna make your other film like are you like like she might be making her you know yeah well she is because she'll right. tweet like i'm scouting for locations all day today and i'm like oh, okay cool sometimes she does other things besides you know put on for the for the whole race man but she's always looking out for people and um i just thought that was a a major thing and you know it takes years to make a film but uh i can't wait to see what she comes out with because uh two films they already got were a yonder and this uh and the spirit award nominated out of my hand which are currently streaming on netflix um so anyway looking forward to that man go ava love her me too all right other oh, news i want them to come out with another bobby doll so i can buy one. Oh yeah that ava bobby doll sold out in like 10 seconds Mm, uh (laughs) in other news let's talk about some people speaking of women that that people support lena dunham Mm. this bitch here Mm. is not so sure about hillary clinton Mm -hmm. who cares uh right (laughs) all the people that watch girls (laughs) (laughs) lena dunham apparently you know because it was like i don't know maybe a month ago that she started going full hillary like she's on the campaign trail with hillary clinton she like has hillary clothing and not like some cool swanky stuff it's it's like 100 percent. like she looks like captain america but with hillary logos on her is what i'm saying uh, i'll put a picture in the chat so you guys can see this silly ass shit um but like she's a walking um 
what do you call those things she's like a walking poster for hillary clinton um let's see how do i get this to post all right there we go um but she's like a walking billboard for hillary clinton and she's just going around talking at these different rallies because obviously hillary clinton is the first will be would be the first female president and um alina dunham is right in that wheelhouse of um hillary clinton's um fan base oh that's ugly that she wants to get (laughs) i'm sorry so karen just saw the uh karen apparently just saw the image um (laughs) uh, of the shirt um but um but yeah so so she apparently event was she this is like a couple months ago um where people brought up you know hey you at these hillary clinton campaign rallies how can you call yourself a good feminist and fuck with hillary clinton here we go uh the way hillary clinton has been treated is just more evidence of the fact that our country has so much hatred towards successful women miss dun dunham the creator and star of the hbo series girl said at a campaign event in manchester new hampshire but at an upper east side dinner party a few months back miss dunham expressed more conflicted feelings she told guests at the park avenue apartment uh richard plepler the chief executive of hbo that she was disturbed by how in the 1990s the clintons and their allies discredited women who said they had had sexual encounters with or been sexually assaulted by former president bill clinton so it's not like so basically months ago before she signed up she definitely knew of these issues but she decided to sign up with hillary anyway um and now people are calling her on her shit like how can you do that you know um now she does have her own you know issues around that uh, mm-hmm. in her book with her sister so there's you know there's been she has her own issues around it so maybe that's how she reconciles it or you know maybe she reconciles like oh it's your hu- it's her husband what she's supposed to do i don't know but um clinton has a whole stable of infamous uh with of infamous uh behavior with women uh sandra allen james juanita broderick carolyn moffitt and paula jones among others each of these women claim clinton's husband either sexually assaulted them james and broderick and moffitt or harassed them as paula jones did in response is carl bernstein of the washington post documented in his 2008 biography of the former first lady hillary clinton prosecuted a campaign to dig up dirt on anyone who accused bill clinton of sexual misconduct in hopes of discrediting them and preserving her and her husband's growing political power hillary clinton never doubted that if the women and the enemies who used them succeeded or became too visible and credible the whole edifice could come down including their marriage so what do y'all think about that man about uh lena dunham joining up with hillary yeah okay so i'm gonna leave the feminist stuff alone okay whatever uh but i do get you know lord help me i'm about to uh, you know be in the same boat as this chick there is a weird thing of like i draw a hard line with bill cosby i draw a hard line with um uh r kelly and uh yet there are some people who it's like i'm on the fence with certain stuff like depending on who you will ask best case scenario uh ted kennedy con- you know contributed to a woman dying mm-hmm. worst case scenario people say he is directly the cause of her death 
And yet I'm in Massachusetts and um, I'm very grateful to his legacy. And I think the world is a much, much better place with him in it. And it's like, well, technically, doesn't that mean I'm giving him a pass? Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like with Bill Clinton, it's like, um, I think I purposely haven't done too much research into it. And it's like, well, technically, doesn't that mean I'm giving him a pass? Like, it, there are some things where it's like, eh, I do feel kind of weird. Yeah. It, it does feel weird. But... Um, I don't know. I do have some hard lines and I have some things that maybe I'm not super proud about. But like I said, I think that the world is much, much better with when Ted Kennedy was in it than if he had not been. But yeah, I I get where she's coming from. Yeah. Karen, what do you think about it? Um, I hate to be like this, Mm -hmm. but I I, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) You don't care about what exactly. I guess, I guess, uh, for me, her supporting or not supporting isn't going to directly affect me. Oh, you don't care about Lena Dunham. Right. What about President um, Clinton and his transgressions against women and then, you know, now his wife's running and people want that to be a consideration against her? The fact that she was uh, complicit in helping to silence these women back in the day. That is a problem. And also, a lot of these things have been public for probably for a long time. People just didn't care. And it's one of those things where people just don't like them and that family. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where anything that they could pull up, they're going to try to pull up just to discredit her. Um, and was she wrong? Yes. You know, were they both wrong? Yes. Should they be held accountable? Yes. Um, but it's one of those things where she's running for office and it's like, I have to choose who I'm going to vote on based off of how I feel they're going to handle office. And she didn't do these things. Her husband did these things. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe there might be somebody there on record for her sexually harassing somebody or something. No, like that. that's not what they're saying. She, uh, helped basically do PR campaigns against these women to like, you know, to discredit them. But yeah, obviously she didn't, she wasn't complicit in the sexual assault or molestation or harassment of any of these women. But, uh, the you know the general thinking and i'm not sure what the proof is but you know it was in the washington post but basically they're saying she helped to silence these women though which isn't far-fetched to believe i, no, I don't think, yeah, that's, no, I don't think that's a stretch I, I, I don't think it's far-fetched and i i probably believe that she did do that yeah um and i think that uh but she'll never do this. I think that is something that, you know, if you quote, quote unquote want some of these things to go away, it's something that needs to be acknowledged, you know, on a public platform and say, look, this was wrong. You know, and my, my, uh, actions can't be justified, but moving forward, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, you're talking about politicians, so you never get that from her. Yeah. You, you know what bothers me about all this shit? It only comes up, um, as, a attack on bill clinton mm-hmm. and his infidelity and not 
as a sexual predator which is very weird like it came up in the debate the other night. a good point correct like it came up in a debate the other night and they were basically saying like well bernie sanders you're you're on record as saying that you find his behavior disgusting but they didn't want to like specifically say and rapey like they wanted to be like uh disgusting because he can't keep his dick in his pants but like that it goes beyond that you know and it wasn't even in the frame they weren't even framing it like because it really it should be a a question to hillary it shouldn't be a question to bernie correct and the question should be how can you call yourself an ally planned parenthood how can you call yourself a feminist how can you call yourself uh you know a person who defends women and rectify having this motherfucker on your arm like he ain't shit and 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 not just because he's cheating but like this is sexual assault like the allegations rise to that level right how do you reconcile that and that's about and i'm sure she won't have a great answer for that because there is no fucking great answer no there's not i mean you would need a time machine and a divorce to be able to fucking fix that problem but the the thing is they're not even asking it that way it's only coming up as like a political issue to be like yo man be cheating and that's it so it's, it's it's really fucking weird you know and it's weird in this instance how uh the uh woman is held accountable for the man actions but if it was the other way around he would be if he he was running and she you know was vice president and had you know this was her did it not at one period of time when anybody asked him the same questions about her yeah and also the way that it's being asked is a favor to her because you get to pull the i'm being loyal to my husband card which a lot of people consider a good quality like most americans whether whether you know obviously it's not always good but Mm -mm. most americans consider this loyalty to your spouse to be a positive thing so like she gets to spin it as i'm i'm just a good wife you know i forgave him he ain't did shit since y'all ain't heard no more problems we good our marriage is stable and that's a favor to her you know it's kind of like when um michelle obama said that um the it was the first time she was really proud of the country was when uh, i think barack got uh when he won the primary or maybe when he got elected one of those two and people tried to bring it up to him and it's like well that's easy for him to answer he's like i love my wife what the fuck you want me to say like right <laughs> she wrong like fuck you like and everybody can understand the impulse of him being like nah I, i'm not saying anything bad about my wife that's michelle and i agree with her there so like i think they do her they really do her a favor by bringing it up in this context but it would have been cool if somebody would have asked it the other way and been like how do you reconcile this shit because i mean they asked lena dunham this basically mm-hmm but she's not even running yeah but they would never ask hillary that directly it's weird no because nobody it's and it's sad but it, but it's one of the things where put like this if they didn't feel like she was quote-unquote going to win or some shit like that they would have asked her you know it's one of those things mm-hmm. where they kind of pick and choose who they ask and what they ask and how they ask like questions are strategically placed and it's one of those things where it's sad that we're living in a day where you have these debates and people are watching these debates and y'all are not really asking like i'm not trying to funny real questions mm-hmm. or either like with the republican debate you got the one black man on there you'd be like well sir how do you feel about them niggas picking cotton what the fuck does that got to do with this goddamn debate it's like it's like you're not they're not really asking questions mm-hmm yeah anyway i just thought it was interesting no problem and I, like i said with her i, I don't know I, she ain't she ain't she ain't my cup of tea 
yeah i know i'm writing in uh, michelle obama i don't give a fuck um and my mama can't get mad because i actually went to the polls um (laughs) (laughs) she always be like you gotta go out and vote i'm like i did for michelle and you can't get mad at that vote Mm -hmm. who here wouldn't want michelle obama to be president i i dare you she would run only michelle michelle's like i don't want to be president uh <laughs> she's like <laughs> wouldn't be surprised me if she never runs michelle like of this shit no uh, <laughs> yeah, can i get some time off right uh i would vote for michelle obama so fast what she, she don't, have all my votes she can just show up in a dress and be like i'm still i'm still black and i'd be like i you have my vote i don't care plus you know she ain't gonna lose no motherfucking debates <laughs> it's impossible uh sarah palin uh oh, Jesus. speaking of thugs <laughs> sarah palin said her thug, thug life she said her thug ass son was arrested because president obama doesn't care about veterans oh jesus what? christ man not that her son was brawling right not that not he, that he was showing his ass it wasn't the domestic violence count i know that's what you're thinking but sarah has another take on it for you bringing new battles with them our wounded warriors sometimes in body and in mind coming back different than when they left for the war zone i can talk personally about this i guess it's kind of an elephant in the room because my own family going through what we're going through today with my son a combat vet having served in a striker brigade fighting for you all, America, in the war zone. But my son, like so many others, they come back a bit different. They come back hardened. They come back wondering if there is that respect for what it is that their fellow soldiers and airmen and every other of the military so sacrificially have given to this country and that starts from that the top it's a shame that our military personnel even have to wonder if they have to question if they're respected anymore it's um so uh yeah man if the um, president wasn't uh so anti-veteran her son wouldn't have hit that girl in the face and got um, arrested the other day she just can't do she needs parenting classes her (laughs) thought daughter her abusive ass son told you they down here thugging man i'm trying to tell you if this was a black family we would never hear the goddamn end of it yeah you couldn't name your kids track and trip and track the trailer and shit like that if you were a black family for sure i told you apple peaches and oranges is out there doing this fuck ass bullshit is nothing nothing yeah that's why i say leave will and jada kids alone according to the police court report um track palin uh let's see she retrieved the phone and went inside the house palin was already inside holding on to a gun yelling do you think i'm Ooh. a pussy do you think i won't Jesus. do it stated palin he cocked the gun and was holding a rifle out next to him with his right hand near the trigger and his left hand near the barrel with the barrel just away from his face pointed to the side uh so yeah he um apparently also punched um punched her in the face let's see yeah they left a different residence together they were arguing the whole way once they got to his home they argued in the car then in the driveway they were screaming he was calling her names 
uh he told she told palin that she called the cops even though she had not an attempt to calm him down to scare him away from touching her palin approached and struck her on the left side of her head near her eye with a closed fist got on the ground in the fetal position because she she got on the ground in the fetal position because she didn't know what else he would do palin then kicked her on the right knee uh her phone was sitting on the ground in front of her palin took the phone threw it across the driveway she retrieved the phone and went inside the house palin was already inside holding on to a gun uh doing that part i was just telling you about he cocked the gun was holding the rifle next to him with his right hand at the trigger and his left hand at the barrel and the barrel just away from his face pointed to the side uh she was concerned that he would shoot himself ran outside around the house she didn't see where palin went um so she went inside and up the stairs where she hid under a bed shortly after she heard palin walk around inside looking for her palin left after not locating her uh see also they noted injuries to her face she had bruises and swelling on her around her left eye she complained of pain to the area as well as to her right knee uh and they observed a right a red area near her knee and uh they found an unloaded ar-15 rifle in the kitchen on the counter Mm-hmm. of course he posted his $1,500 bail because hey he's no Bobby Schmurder he's out and uh, he's doing court February 19th mm-hmm. I hope he get all the charges but it's Barack Obama's fault Karen don't you understand nah it's the Congress fault who keep cutting funding for the for, for veterans so that they don't get the help that they need when they come back it, it, it must be amazing to be that stupid you know what I mean? To be one of her supporters that's so dumb and that all someone has to, to run. all they have to do is all she has to do is show up and be like, Barack Obama, boo, and then they just like, oh my god, I agree with everything you just said. Like, because mm-hmm. yeah. you're hotter than my mom. All right, my daughter, right, you're hotter than my mom. My yeah, my daughter just had a baby out of wedlock, but she's an abstinence speaker. But Barack Obama, am I right? And they were like, mm, she has a point. And Barack Obama does, that is a thing he would do. Uh, let's talk about the Oscars, speaking of black chick watching. Okay. Okay. Now, we talked yesterday about Janet Hubert and, uh, versus the Smiths. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, now, you were in the hospital. Did you get to see any of that drama? Uh, yeah. What'd you, what'd you think about it? Um, I'm with Aunt Viv on this, and it is so disrespectful to call her that. She has a name. Mm. So Aunt Viv, <laughs> I think she was totally right. I saw where she was coming from. Um, I, I'm sort of, I sort of don't like it when people get sidetracked into the whole somebody has an issue with a thing, and it's like, but there's still poverty. And it's like, well, I mean, I get it. These are two different conversations. But when she was talking about, when she kept it towards, well, there is, um, you know, actors out there are trying to make their rent or whatever. They got mortgages to pay and they live in big mansions and have to, like that I understood. But when she was like, we're dying in the streets, it's like, well, I mean, let's, let's stay on track. But I was with her. I understood. I, Jada, oh, Jesus. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. But, um, but yeah, I was, I was here for what she was saying. Um, even me, I'm like, don't boycott them. Like, ugh. I don't know. I, that's my thing. All right. I, I, we did a whole thing on it yesterday. Um, people were still listening to it, but I think Viv was wrong. Um, 
Mm. But uh because she lied. Right. Like, she had no facts. Yeah, I and like I went and Googled it because I thought the accusations were so slanderous. Like it's like when you say certain type of shit, you know how like you say something you're like oh that better be true because is that yeah. is that damning like because right. what she said she said it was such conviction and such like old black lady sassiness that i was thinking like if this is true then that's pretty much it for black people fucking with the smiths at all um but they're very conscious they give back they just gave one hundred and fifty thousand dollars last year to the justice or else um event that was held in washington dc um they you know they were the most uh one of the top 20 charitable couples in hollywood this is just in like 2012 they have their own foundation that gives back to inner city kids and youth they have their own production company where they produce movies that star many african-americans not just their friends or family as she put it um so and then when i looked at jada's video she never urged anybody else to boycott or anything she said well she she said that um maybe and she said i'm just asking the question but maybe it's time we pull back our resources and start you know supporting our own events um which i actually do agree with i don't i'm not saying they should boycott but i agree with black people needing to support black shit it kind of sucks when we have an event and there's and like you know certain celebrities will be at every mtv awards but don't have a bet hip-hop awards fuck that i don't that's ghetto i don't need to be there right and it's like well it wouldn't be quote-unquote ghetto if all y'all motherfuckers showed up like y'all do for other shit then it would be star-studded an event right and i don't think it's an unfair question to ask now janet definitely had a point about resources and i think you tapped on that immediately and that was like the first thing i noticed too which is yeah everybody can't boycott dog you know what i mean like as a as a rule everybody doesn't have the resources to be able to to to, to even consider the shit that jada can do does but jada does have those resources so she can consider it for herself and her family and whoever else you know um so i you know i you know i thought it really got misrepresented and i i really wish janet wouldn't have lied because that really fucked up the whole message like she could have just went in on some like fuck will smith from 20 years ago right and, and i ain't got the money to be fucking boycotting and it would have been a shorter video but i would have got it i would have been like that's all true <laughs> and right. what do you say um at any rate though it's branched out into other people's responses now right mm-hmm. so now other actors and people who got snubbed and people who are black in hollywood are giving their commentary i think george clooney spoke up yesterday we talked about him um uh well now there there's more people speaking up lapita nyongo Woo! sorry you mispronounced that it's oscar winner oscar winner lapita my i I apologize you're absolutely right oscar winner lapita nyongo um gave uh she's she spoke about it um she's joined david uh oyelowo i hope i pronounced that right uh oscar nominated maybe i don't remember uh and george clooney is speaking out about the oscars which for the second year in a row have produced an all-white slate of acting nominees she says i am disappointed by the lack of inclusion in this year's academy awards nominations uh she is the last black actor to win an oscar uh as in the most recent uh but maybe the last ever who knows 
uh oh, lord i hope not <laughs> who knows with these motherfuckers uh it has me thinking about unconscious prejudice prejudice and what merits prestige in our culture the award should not dictate the terms of art in our modern society but rather be a diverse reflection of the best of what our art has to offer today i stand with my peers who are calling for change and expanding the stories that are told and the recognition of the people who tell them um so yeah she um dropped that hot fire man she she not mm. she not okay with this either um let's see oh tyrese oh bless his tiny little brain <laughs> <laughs> oh bless his brain baby. what happened with tyrese bless your brain he uh tells chris rock to make a statement by stepping down as 2016 academy award host now my black ass i'd have been out there telling them jokes fuck you and this is why it was fucked up what people did to jada jada did not say this no she was treated as if she did right tyrese is saying this people about to give him a pass like oh he's just dumb don't don't listen to him baby. right she didn't say that she said she wished him luck like 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 yeah. she was like she and that one she, she time, basically said i won't be watching or attending chris i wish you luck right to the head of the um oscars um committee um I, why do i always forget her fucking name but the black lady she basically said to her uh and by the way y'all gotta stop calling that lady a token okay listen she got a tough fucking job and she is trying like she actually did make process she actually did make strides to include more people now they may have given her an impossible job but it's not like she's lying down on the job and going fuck it man i don't care like like she basically had now she might end up quitting because basically every year she gonna have to walk out and be like they did it again right just, and that, uh, that, that 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 will wear you out right because you can't make them vote right and it's one of those things where it's like you coming in trying to change the whole foundation of something that's a very hard task and you're coming in with years and years and years and years of of how this ship has been ran and the thing about a big ship when you turn it doesn't turn quickly it, it is a slow turn but it's turning though and that's as the, the ti- part as the titanic right the titanic mm-hmm. that's how it happened <laughs> and this is one of those things where i think people think she's supposed to get in and everything is supposed to instantly change because she's black and it doesn't work like that yeah or that she's not trying right which i just think her job's impossible i don't i mean come on no now. offense to her if she pulls it off it'll be like hashtag black girl magic because mm-hmm. it'll re- it'll really be like yo she pulled a magic trick to make them old white people start voting for black people i don't know what she did like maybe she's gonna go around to people's houses and kick some ass or something because i can't imagine what you have to do um and we'll get to because i have like two more articles about this we'll get to why her job's impossible but anyway um uh chris rock uh my man um tyrese asked chris rock to step down he said do the right thing on instagram well i have a question dog yes karen would would, what happened if somebody told you do the right thing and not take that transformers money well yeah come on now you see either tell somebody else don't take that check he have a problem with skids and mud flap i ain't forgot tyrese come on now. or you michael bay anyway sorry uh make a statement we're relying on you to do the right thing there's no joke you can crack to ever change the way we all feel 
Tyrese has remained vocal regarding the lack of diversity in this year's nominees, a crisis of representation that has sadly become all too familiar. This is modern day racism, Tyrese wrote. I don't seek your validation and I don't need your approval, but I won't sit down and sit on my hands and just let this all go down without speaking on it. Thankfully, several other actors and artists from every facet of the film industry have started speaking out in support of a boycott. Uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's Tyrese's take. Mm. Chris Rock should not. See, my thing is, like, I don't think you can speak for anybody else. Right. And especially not Tyrese. I mean, come on, you're Tyrese. But in general, I don't think anybody can tell anybody else what to do. You know, right. if you don't want to watch, you don't want to watch. If you right. do want to watch, it, like, I just, uh, it feels weird because I feel like whenever something racist happens to black people, we always end up becoming not only the victims, but also the people that are blamed for it. It's like, I can't be both, motherfucker. Like, right. Y'all didn't pick me. Now it's my fault. Like, <laughs> what if y'all wouldn't go? you know they'll start picking you no i don't think, that's, I don't think that's, that's all the work that's not how it work that's not how it work and the thing what people realize the thing about creating your own you know what creating your own costs motherfucking money yeah. and resources that you got to have yeah. in order to do a lot of shit um so yeah remember when i said uh her job was impossible uh the academy members that they anonymously interviewed uh i'll just i'll do a poll around the room they think that they themselves are a racist or b not racist karen they think they're not racist mm, okay that was a quick answer what about you amber not racist of course <gasps> man you guys wow you guys answer that quick you guys are you both got it right mm-hmm. they find themselves to absolutely not be racist go ahead and give yourselves a round of applause there you go all right uh i know he's trying to find it there you go (laughs) okay now i won't stop stop all right (laughs) that was weird anyway um congratulations to both of you guys you both got it right of course um they find themselves to not be racist give me the hard hitting questions sir the academy members defend their oscar votes to imply we are racist is extremely offensive of course it is it's been a week well racist being called racist is the new racist our word is offensive and you negroes need to stop using it jesus christ it's been a week of uncomfortable conversations in hollywood while many agree the Academy's overwhelming white membership does not play a role in the type of films and performances that get Oscar attention, some white members privately express resentment over accusations of racism and failing to nominate a single non-white actor or annoy straight out of Compton, a Best Picture candidate. And I'm reading this from the Hollywood Reporter, which is that same publication that had seven white women on the cover for the performances of the year. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm looking at you yeah how you many go, how you, many black people you think work at the hollywood reporter none because <laughs> yeah fuck you you have an article talking about well y'all we looked ain't no niggas out there <laughs> oh shit they ain't vote for no <laughs> niggas why y'all didn't write why they all why now we gotta write an article about how y'all not diversifying fuck you yeah room which is everybody is you know it's in every category nominated right 
made five million dollars that's it guys five million dollars that's not no money like there had but they couldn't find time to go see any black movies that had good performances in them or they didn't care if they watched them or they couldn't relate penelope ann miller best known for carlito's way and the artist is a member of the actors branch that could have nominated Crees, michael b jordan's uh concussions will smith or hateful eight samuel jackson or beast of no nations idris elba i voted for a number of black performers and i was sorry they weren't nominated she tells thr but to imply that this is because all of us are racist is extremely offensive i don't want to be lumped into a category of being a racist because i'm certainly not and because i support and benefit from the talent of black people in this business it was just an incredibly competitive year i don't believe you ma'am yeah uh well here's the thing maybe you're not but overall as a collective group yes yeah maybe you yourself are not a racist i don't know you lady but i know that but i know ain't no black people getting nominated for two years in a row ain't no brown people getting nominated for two years in a row no brown no latino no indian no mexican no okay can you getting kind of racist I know <laughs> so i'm getting racist at some point you're gonna say something that's not right and can we just keep it simple okay i, I, I said it with brown i covered it I, let's just, <laughs> we don't want any letters okay guys <laughs> okay we're gonna keep it non-racist my bad but there's all kinds of people that did not get nominated um so yeah um people are you know upset and you are part of this collective so the the thing is you don't get to opt in and out of this collective right Right. so penelope ann miller when the oscars come out and when people are awarded she's part of the oscar committee Mm -hmm. right When, when someone wins an oscar they that part of the assumption there is you're part of the process you don't ever go well i don't count for that denzel oscar like you don't say that you don't mm-hmm. well you know when uh <laughs> you know when so-and-so got his oscar that wasn't me you never clarify any other fucking time so how the fuck are we supposed to know yeah so here's the deal mm-hmm. uh when i did uh black chick watching live i was i found a there was a quote by ruth uh, Ginsburg, the Supreme Court Justice. RBG? And she, somebody asked, yes, uh, Ruthie. So Ruthie was like, um, uh, what did she say? What did she say? Oh, somebody asked, you know, how many women on the Supreme Court would be enough? And she said nine. And she's like, you know, no one wants to be a one at a time oddity. And it's been nine men for most of the history of the country. And nobody thought that was strange. And that's my thing. And that's like my new favorite thing is nobody thought it was strange. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like when I do black chick watching people are like, well, what do you want? And stuff like that. It's like what I want is for it not to be weird that I want more. You know what I mean? It's like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's the, it's a, it feels like a, a version of Norm, the Nuremberg defense. And it's like, yeah, you don't get to get away with that. That it's just, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. Right. And you're not really offering a solution. You're just going no to what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it, it is also weird that because you have the problem with what happened, you have to also have the solution for what happened. Right. That's always this, that's always this weird thing where you're like, i reviewed the thing that was presented the same fucking way you did i had issues with it 
i don't have to fucking take the next bus to hollywood and make a black film i'm sorry i can just have a problem with the shit that you put in front of my face that's it mm-hmm. you you know what i mean when everybody else reviewed this shit you were cool you know when it's like when um when i reviewed the hateful eight and i was like yo quentin tarantino got nigga in this shit too much well i mean not historically for the time yo historically they don't talk like that so it's not even a period piece they talk like we talk now but with nigga thrown in 75 times come on dog that's my review of the fucking film okay like maybe a white person don't have a problem with it white person don't live my life Mm-mm. you know what i mean like and there's gonna be other black people that won't have a problem with it so i personally it took me out of the film right that's kind of that's part of what diversity is diverse opinions different perspectives different points of view and they don't really seem to court that shit so whenever you know something like this happens it feels like it's because of all the people that constantly stand for stand in the way of anybody else having an opinion about this shit right you know anybody that in my opinion anybody that has the well what do you think man it was a tarantino movie hey they sent me to screen a motherfucker i didn't pay like they they wanted my opinion so um yeah you're just helping the status quo you know so i hope you're not one of those people that defends like quentin tarantino saying 75 niggas per episode of whatever he's writing and then go yeah man well you know um i'm upset that the oscars are all white well it's an all-white perspective and we got to stop validating that shit it's not always right to be this way and like i said miller's part of the problem whether she wants to acknowledge it or not because her taking personal offense to it takes everybody else off the hook because we just okay so that's your ballot got it that's your ballot the one out of the seven thousand what the fuck happened then penelope was just a competitive year again (laughs) isn't every year kind of competitive i mean what what does that mean black people can't compete basically yeah like it's there's no good fucking excuse for it it's so funny to listen to the them caping for it um yeah so um another member of the actors branch who wishes to remain anonymous Mm -hmm. says i'm very offended by the idea that some people are calling us racist race was the furthest thing from my mind when i cast my ballot and in fact i nominated one person of color for an award such a sweeping declaration is extremely irresponsible yeah, it was the furthest thing from my mind. That's why I remember the one nigga I voted for. Come on now. The one person of color I voted <laughs> for. <laughs> made a note of that. <laughs> it wasn't on my mind, though. But I made a note. Of, I wrote down. I circled his name twice. Um, and I would say she, but no black women got any uh, got any roles. And I think Tangerine was the only uh, movie that you know had a woman of color in it that actually got acclaimed. So yeah yeah mm-hmm. sorry tessa thompson but you didn't do anything this year as far as everybody else is concerned uh jeremy larner a member of the writers branch which did nominate compton's white writers for best original screenplay was a civil rights activist in the 1960s and won an oscar for, ni- for 1972's the candidate says i cannot prove the academy or anyone else is not racist he grants but he says in his own defense i voted for many people of, of, of color for awards having to think straight out of compton is not a great film for reasons of structure and substance i can imagine it is a powerful affirmation for those who share the assumptions of his music and see it as fans but to me a good film has to show a lot more than this one does what does that have to do with the fucking question you were asked nothing 
hey man isn't it weird that no black people got uh selected for any of this shit i didn't like straight out of compton okay (laughs) 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 i gotta tell you man i wasn't feeling it i don't even know who easy is right because see the person this person's name was attached and it was like nope you won't be catching me uh he feels that pe- that people displeased with the norm nom should focus their frustration on the bigger picture oh that's always a good one can't do both it is not a time to make enemies among those who would move us forward in the direction of fairness freedom and justice he argues threat you hear me threat <laughs> he's he's holding the pushing them against the wall and holding them by the collar when saying that <laughs> motherfuckers i'm your friend you niggers <laughs> uh referring to to, to, make, <laughs> to make voting harder for black people in many states um what and what does it have to do with the question at hand yeah uh he agrees that there were an incredible number of films in 2015 that were primarily about white people talk to the studios about changing that not the academy see i always think that's funny too because i've seen people try to present that argument here's the problem with that you can't present your award as the pinnacle of excellence and then say we have no influence on the industry right so with you rewarding nothing but whiteness and the peak of whiteness and the most whiteness of whiteness you can't turn around and then go talk to the studio heads you're talking to the studio heads every time you nominate someone and every time you give someone an award you tell them what will get these awards and what to go back and work on that's the feedback ultimately every single year from this industry so if you're gonna say here's an award for a black person playing a slave guess what the fuck's gonna come out next year another goddamn slave movie. a movie about some black people being in subservient positions come on dog and when you have a year like this where we don't have that movie nobody gets shit guess what lessons learned go back to being slaves it's pretty fucking easy man it ain't like not to get all hotep on you but that's a pretty fucking a to b answer right there dog that ain't right. even complicated it's very simple and it's like i said it's, it's just amazing how uh even the black people that won a lot of their oscars uh won their roles and for a lot of them uh like particularly with denzel it, he for training day like he had to be a thug to win it's like you couldn't have got it for the roles that you was probably supposed to win it for you got it for something else because we quote unquote felt bad for you i think that when, i think when you make race the issue it can divide people even further that's what i worry about says uh that first chick that i hate mm. miller whatever oh, penelope at middle yeah yeah guys stop making it about race that we didn't nominate any black people yeah a hundred for you it's for so funny it's so funny that um the default of whiteness equals not being about race right because it's never about race right right it, they just had 20 superior performances to black people <laughs> it's not but that's not about race at all guys jennifer lawrence yeah. wouldn't fucking face no thank you not being able to relate Stop. not not being able to relate to um to uh straight out of compton is not about race right like you not knowing who easy is so you don't think that uh the actor who portrayed him did a good or bad job because you don't know what he was supposed to be like that has no cultural no racial implications at all right because i just won't nominate that right because you can't relate yeah very weird very weird uh stacy dash has some thoughts on the oscars oh this chick Mm -hmm. you know how she do Uh, this morning there's some uh, growing outrage (laughs) 
And there's some growing outrage with some over the lack of diversity in this year's list of Oscar nominees. Filmmaker Spike Lee and actress Jada Pinkett Smith say they're not going to go to the Oscars next month after an all-white list of nominees was announced for the major categories for a second year in a row. Join us now to weigh in, actress and Fox News contributor Stacey Dash. Stacey, good morning to you. Good morning. Well, what do you think about this? I think it's ludicrous. Why? Because we have to make up our minds. Either we want to have segregation or integration. And if we don't want segregation, then we need to get rid of channels like BET and the BET Awards and the Image Awards, where you're only awarded if you're black. If it were the other way around, we would be up in arms. It's a double standard. So you say there shouldn't be a BET channel? No, I don't think so, no. Just like there shouldn't be a Black History Month. You know, we're Americans, period. That's it. Are you saying there shouldn't be a Black History Month because there isn't a White History Month? Exactly, exactly. Uh, Al Sharpton has uh, uh, jumped on the this boycott bandwagon. He says, don't watch. By the way, they are only interviewing Stacey Dash by herself intimacy like this is the most important interview ever this is not her on fox and friends in the panel this is her just like standing up there like colin powell handing handing that uh that anthrax or whatever like the like this is her just straight up being like i'm putting all my black chips on the table and i'm cashing them in today as a as a black correspondent to tell you why white people are awesome and black people are the problem because Hollywood, here's a quote, Hollywood has become like the Rocky Mountains. The higher you get, the whiter. The whiter you get. Well, that's not necessarily true. And if it is, you know, that needs to change. What I find astounding is that we've had a president who is black in office for the past eight years, who gets most of his funding from the liberal elite in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yet there are not very many roles for people of color. How can- what the fuck? Did- <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, she's back in my head hurt. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh, she's she's dumb as bricks. Cannot be. And why is it just? Oh, by the way, also that's just not factually correct. Um, Barack Obama, before Bernie Sanders, was pretty much the poster boy for raising money through being a man of the people and getting all this money from small donations from you know from from not corporations but from just actual human beings right a lot of microtransactions yeah but okay it's now being addressed i i can understand jada uh pinkett smith's frustration that her husband wasn't nominated for you know he did a great job in the movie uh concussion Mm -hmm. but at the same time what does that say about how people are selected for these awards right that's assuming they're selected by race which i i think would be a very dis- a disservice to the people who are looking at the films and making the choices maybe they knew they need to be more you know integrated and 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 there need to be more diverse people in the process of electing in the academy in the academy uh, the but that just kind of contradicts the whole shit you said because that's everybody else's point <laughs> right like how how is this possible to be this stupid oh wait i'm sorry racism yeah sorry i forgot the, the demographics of the academy apparently are, are secret but for the most part according to some investigation now mm-hmm. yeah. it's uh it's predominantly a white male mm-hmm. really according yeah. to some investigation mm-hmm. some 
recording. They got Nancy Drew on this. Yeah. Because to, to <laughs> I'm not Nancy Drew. You know, it's very difficult to determine how how does this just keep coming oh. out. You know, Tell uh, me why ain't nothing but a <laughs> So maybe that says something about who they select, or are, are they looking for that, or the best movies and the best actors? I, I hope they're looking for the best movies and the best actors. The good news is that there's attention brought to it now. But like I said, over the past eight years, we've had a president black who gets his funding mainly from Hollywood, the elite liberals. Yeah. So it's odd to me that this has now become such an issue. Well, let's see uh, what happens because uh, they are calling for people. It's crazy because they're just like, bring on a black person or just any person really in general. And how can you make this about Obama in seven words or less? Like, how do we get from whatever the fuck happened in the news today to how it's Obama's fault? That's wild, man. And people, this is the most watched news show, like news channel um at any rate though um i thought it was interesting that um she did the most simplistic bullshit i ever heard in my life which is the uh why we gotta have black history month why why we gotta have bet channel why we gotta have bet ain't no ain't no ain't no wet there's no wet channel so why we gotta do that mm-hmm yep why we gotta have uh black power ain't no white power that's bad um so yeah very simple for uh stacy dash uh stacy dash let's see how many oscars she's won oh oh, oh. oh. carry the, remember the carry of the two okay it looks like hmm, her wiki is oh i don't see anything not even an image award somebody mm. deleted that you know how haters are that's probably what it is even even aunt viv got nominated for an image award you know and i understood her point which is look i only been nominated for an naacp image award one time i don't care if the oscars own slaves <laughs> i'm showing up i'm showing up you know what i'm saying like i get her her point she like i'm too old in this game and i've i've been excellent for too long and i ain't got shit um and as far as um you know the main thing i took from that video and i hope i really do hope that the smiths i hope that the smiths don't get upset and stop working with black people because her camera and lighting was kind of off oh bless so hopefully she you looked know. like the first stunt the second on then what the fuck was that filter oh anyway um but yeah man so stacy dash ain't shit man she's uh yeah she yes yes stay ain't shit yeah mm-hmm. she yeah she 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 get a 100 because the the problem with stacy dash is that she failed to realize the only reason why why black people know you is because of your brother no that's not her brother well her family member that's her cousin no well that was actually my point on facebook she's dame dash's cousin okay, okay? cousin okay let's call oh. yeah 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 see makes a lot more sense now yes like you're like oh okay it just it's probably genetic or something um neither one of them niggas i can, can imagine sense. that reunion Woo, what yeah. is thanksgiving like mm. at that house yeah and yeah and and it's one of those things where 
uh, she just makes me so mad, just so ignorant. And and she was basically trending on Twitter, and BT was basically fucking roasting her. Uh, yeah, well, I actually, <laughs> she was a huge part of one of the best King magazine covers of all time, where she was showing them cheeks on a black magazine. She had no problems then. Right. Uh, she, she had no problem getting a check from BT when she was videos on videos and shit. Well, she was she was on the game right as an actress she was also in kanye west all fall down video mm-hmm. uh she you know like she didn't have any problem cashing a black check but now she cashing in white checks y'all and fox news don't never miss a payday so she can go be stupid and wrong they'll never fact check her as long as she's saying something bad about black people or the president it's an easy check for somebody yeah, you know like her to make so good for her i guess she just better stay on top of the game because you 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 start slipping up and getting woke they'll just replace you with another one that'll never happen i'm still waiting on one of these niggas to break character just once oh no the check too good it would be so cool if just like right before you know like like i don't know 20 years into the game one of them just writes a book that's like how i fooled white people into making me a millionaire <laughs> like I, I don't believe any of like just like if Herman Cain just came out, I was like, I don't believe any of this shit. I'm the blackest nigga y'all know. I say nigga all <laughs> the time. I'm from the hood. I don't. I didn't. I, they let me run for president, y'all. I ate fried chicken. I hate cheese. Yeah, you think I give a fuck about the tax plan, man? I'm a nigga that used to run fucking uh Little Caesars. Okay, that's me. They let me try to be president. Why? Because I just said I hate black people. It was easy. Like they just need to do that. Like one, just one of y'all break character. Can't right. one of y'all. Me. Ah, so well. Yeah. All yeah, right. The, the money must be real nice, real long. Uh, Sam Smith, everybody's favorite um, R&B singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would even say the person who discovered R&B. <laughs> For a generation is what I was. Gonna, for a generation I'm sorry. And, and you know what he actually won a bet award for well you know, you know stacy dad said only black folks uh, stacy don't come on you, oh you so you fact checking stacy i mean i mean <laughs> i mean he might seem like a nigga but he ain't a nigga yeah they gave like Stop. they gave like two awards to white people this year right and there's nothing wrong with your natural voice the way it is but come on now let's keep it real uh anyway sam smith um had this to say on twitter just experienced my friend getting verbally abused racially in london i'm absolutely speechless i never ever ever thought that would happen here absolutely speechless and hurt oh poor thing (laughs) i feel like i have a shine i have to shine some sort of light on it the police was so unhelpful in the situation and it deeply shocked me Mm. humans are caps lock humans next week i feel like i have to say something i'm just so so upset so upset oh jesus i just got home and nina simone is on the radio fitting oh my god sweet baby jesus (laughs) black people Hold on, hold the presses. A white man has something to say about injustice and how it affects him. He saw injustice. Talking for a bit. (laughs) Oh. He saw it, y'all. 
sure he has the harlem choir singing back up at his on his on his songs come on dog but this is a first for him the first for him this shit y'all been talking about is real what it sure is you know you can love our culture but you gotta love us too but you know for some reason he loved the culture and benefited from the culture and took awards from the culture you know or not not him but people giving him awards away from the culture and claiming that he's the blackest thing to ever live and he invented r&b but yet you don't know nothing about nothing about our problems and our issues and our struggles okay uh oh, people, people on twitter had things to say to him someone mm. said the most ironic thing about sam smith discovering racism exists is the fact that the story became about him and not his friend the victim thank you yeah he said he wanted to shine a light on it um do you get any badge numbers what, what's your homie's twitter like <laughs> let him talk about it <laughs> he said this thing happened to me and only me feel sad for me nina simone is playing on the radio oh my god <laughs> oh. i wanted i wonder did he sing while he was oh. tweeting this he should have tweeted strange fruit next and people would have fucking ah! that would have made people so mad <laughs> if he would have just if he would have just tweeted dot 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 from the poplar trees oh oh twitter would have mm, that's why twitter was down this morning do it for the vine yeah that's why twitter wasn't acting right the other day he should have sank it Put up tree. uh yeah if he would have fucking did a if he would have snapchatted oh man yes that would have been everything his put car- that shit on instagram his, meanwhile on instagram his career would be over as we know it. i'd have been there for it if he would have just meerkatted himself crying <laughs> oh man i'm glad he didn't Woo. i'm glad he didn't man i don't have he, nothing against that dude me either he has a he has a beautiful voice you know but it's just one of those things where just me being black on the outside how you get praise and praise and praise when niggas been singing like this forever yeah anybody with white friends what he saying uh he's saying that stay with me song mm-hmm. it's a beautiful song um, stay with me mm-hmm. gotta stay with me okay yeah. yeah he has a beautiful voice he beautiful got, he got sued by whoever made that song i won't back down because it kind of stole the same beat and shit mm-hmm. but he ended up why, why do i know that one uh was it tom right. petty that made won't back down i think so oh won't back down yeah da, 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 da. yeah yeah so he um he got sued for that shit and then he ended up paying him um this dude panther says sam smith witnessed his friends experience racism and now he wants to shine the light on something about as known as cars having four wheels (laughs) 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 captain kirk says uh i just want to know what sam smith's grasp on racism was before this point uh 502 heba says sam smith got negro spirituals in the background of his songs but just discovered racism existed last night okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what i'm talking about you want to be a part of the culture and sing but you don't know nothing about the culture (laughs) i can't help but feel kind of bad for him man i I mean considering if you believe he was genuine which i do i do too i feel kind of bad for him cause yeah like, and I, yeah what? because like, it's a reality call for him and, and everybody else like uh this this ain't new if you ever had white friends you've had this conversation before like where you like yeah man police will pull us over for no reason they're just like what then they see some racist shit and they're like 
I saw someone in the store following a guy around, and I think it's because he was black. I mean, for, for, yeah, like, like, and then yeah, like, nigga, and then yeah. like, for no reason, like, he wasn't doing anything. I know. He, he wasn't breaking the law. He wasn't stealing nothing. I mean, that, I mean, just, just for no reason. But I walked right past with no problem, and I stole three items, but right. that didn't stop me. Right. You're like, yeah, that's the right, that's the shit that we've been talking about. <laughs> right. You just seen it. It's like, so it's real. Yeah, yes. It's real, Sam. <laughs> and, 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 and it's almost you like you know white privilege is real like but you don't it's like i had to almost see it in action when uh we'd be around white people and they would talk about getting high and walking down the street and smoking marijuana i would look at them like oh my gosh uh uh, uh what's what's happening here yeah so it can happen in reverse yeah i've had it happen the other way too because i didn't have white friends so i was out of college All right so they would do some white shit and i'd be like the fuck right we gonna get arrested yeah you can't do that and it's like no i actually can i'm white <laughs> <laughs> did nobody tell you nigga yeah they start laughing like that too <laughs> yes they do <laughs> smoking a cigar of course we can rod <laughs> i'm like i i didn't dress to go in this club i only had jogging pants you're with me i'm white come on, come on in. in right i got you covered that was a real thing that happened uh <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah. yeah and they thought he was the bodyguard they thought i was a bouncer but oh that's right a bouncer that's right people poke in look at you and leave yeah. <laughs> but the point the point is uh my black ass would have showed up by myself i've been outside by myself i wouldn't <laughs> have got in that club no way i didn't think i was getting in with them white folks uh-uh. so it's definitely uh, uh they, real. they figured out they you hired help in the first place another person said <laughs> uh this this lady b babs said me when sam smith told me that racism is a thing and police don't care and she put up this picture uh which is <laughs> tremendous <laughs> black people don't ever change you guys are awesome yes they are yes um, you can't tell me nothing yep for the best so uh pretty much um for the entirety of this opening of the show a uh, hundred for fucking with black people oh yeah everybody got a hundred pretty much yeah a hundred or middle finger both for some people yeah um i guess we can move on to our games and stuff now um there was other, there was other shit but come on we've been going for a while let's get into what everybody's really here for this racism okay mm-hmm. i know what you guys come to the blackout test for you want to see if amber is as racist as you remember now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today amber from black sexy geeky and mental podcast and black chick walking podcast to guess the race and the chat room plays along and the chat room's racist mm-hmm. story number one police arrest a teen black mm, all right now i will read the rest Sorry. for you in the chat room but um, and amber if you change your mind just let me know uh who allegedly Ooh. confessed to killing her boyfriend at a san bernardino apartment mm. an 18 year old woman was arrested sunday in connection with the stabbing death of a man during a possible domestic dispute earlier this week nicasia james 
was taken into custody by Hemet police after detectives responded to a tip lieutenant rich lawhead of the san bernardino police department said james was a suspect in the killing of dorian powell 21 who was found dead early monday morning inside a san bernardino apartment at about 2.35 a.m., police received a call regarding a person who had reportedly been stabbed by his girlfriend. Officers responded to the uh, house on North Central Avenue where they found Powell suffering from injuries consistent with the stabbing. He was pronounced dead at the scene. The homicide was apparently related to a domestic disturbance inside the home. James, initially described as a person of interest in the case, was aware at the time that she was being sought in connection with the killing, according to investigators. Later Monday, an apparent confession was published on a Facebook page purportedly belonging to a person named Nicasia Mike James. Mm. The uh, the author of the post wrote that she had been fighting with her ex who hit her in the face. We was really fighting and I got G no, okay, that's spelled wrong. Got sick, got the knife and mm. stabbed him. The statement said adding that she didn't think I would hurt him bt i did he died i guess i mean but i did and he died so she did not think she would hurt him with by stabbing him with a knife but she did stab him with the knife and he did die from the stabbing with the knife which is uh not really a good thing i mean that's kind of what i would think would happen if you stab someone with a knife but maybe i'm the one who's crazy you never know uh at any rate guess the race of nicasia james um well amber you still sticking with black she can't drink milk oh okay all right <laughs> little lactose intolerance i see what you did there buddy let's see what the chat room does uh benefiting from all that bet and black history month privilege an employee of white entertainment television would never do something like this black says bb oh uh she makes bernie pragmatic (laughs) yeah yeah her dreams are impossible guys um and people are taking a while to respond i guess it's moving slow a little bit of a delay here i'll give them a few more seconds um and then i'm gonna have to move on i'm sorry guys uh from these guesses let's see um all right all right that's that seems like a, you guys are either stomped on this or you guys are slow to respond um the correct answer is and amber got it right she's black and here's her picture if you guys want to see it um oh we got a little kitty action amber is playing with her pussy y'all right here live on the air if you're if you if you didn't see it you just missed it it's uh, i'm just saying you guys missed it a good one so pretty Mm -hmm. um what what do you what do you call your your cat again blink blank there you go blank uh <laughs> uh but yeah man stay off facebook if you decide to murder your boyfriend okay guys yeah i would, just I would try too, yeah. you know try your dad i mean she wrote just gonna tell y'all anyway before i get caught sad. and then she put a sad face smiley guys like oh my god the one with the one tear 
Oh. You know what I'm talking about? She put that as the smiley for she pretty the, too. She says, "Yeah, last night my ex was drunk off E and J and and was fighting me, hit me in the face and we was really fighting and I got the <laughs> knife and stabbed him. Didn't think it would hurt him, be but I did. He died and I'm on the run. Pigs looking for me. Another cry face. But God knows I didn't mean to stab him." i was mad as fuck af he socked me in our eyes and just picked something up i but but sorry lord helpfully you forgive me uh and sorry dorian powell rest in peace and then the sweat emoji on the top of her head that that's amazing oh what's the enj enj is a it's alcohol oh whoa that like that's a thing i can't believe happened <laughs> <laughs> she put smileys in her murder confession emojis that's when you know it's real that's the most millennial thing that has ever happened I, in the history of existence <laughs> we old it's not a fish without emojis it ain't oh, that like only thing missing was like lol <laughs> that's the only thing like like a, a meme of some type like a like her putting the jordan face on his corpse would have been like the top of that yeah Stop, stop, that's, that's the only stop. way that'd have been better that could have been better jesus i can't believe that happened anyway bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right bonus round against the race so far amber is one for one but can she keep the hot streak going in the bonus round we'll see everything's worth double the points double the race amber you getting nervous no i'm good son mm, i see a tennessee school teacher is facing reckless That's endangerment right. charges at the police say she was found driving around town with nine children in her vehicle including three riding in the trunk oh and yeah andrea desha james 32 oh, was arrested sunday evening at the police say they received a call about the disturbing site at a speedway gas station in laverne outside of nashville in addition to the three children all of them being between the ages of nine and ten in her trunk oh, wow. mm-hmm. james babies. james wow. james allegedly had six other children of similar age in the vehicle's cab area it isn't clear whether the children were harmed in any way, but there there have been no reports of injuries or other physical trauma. When questioned by police, James identified herself as a teacher at Alex Green Impact School. Uh, it's not clear why James had any of the children in her car in the first place. James denied she ever had kids in her trunk, but said the children were in her car because she was removing them from an unsafe situation. The children's parents were reportedly called to pick them up from the scene while James was booked in the rutherford county jail she's since been bonded out uh laverne police spokesperson spokesman said that journal that the journal told the journal that the peak children in the car may have been her students named students um <gasps> guess the race you meant if they were just random nine and ten year olds <laughs> picked off the street <laughs> y'all this ain't safe get in my car uh so. i heard I did hear a story like that on 9-11 in New York, Mm -hmm. not Thursday in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Well, it was raining pretty hard, so that's like an emergency, too. Uh, Guess the race, Amber. 
oh, this is hard. Because my gut is saying white, but that name is black. Mm. Ooh, what do I what do I want to go with? It's stupid like a white person, so <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go against my gut okay. and say that she was the color of cells Charlie Sheen can't afford to lose. Oh, oh. all right. Ouch. That was a corona. <laughs> uh Nikki says Cicely Tyson level blackness. Uh, BB says, how do we know she wasn't just creating a modernization of the Underground Railroad in honor of Black History Month? Black history isn't a crime. Black. <laughs> <laughs> White woman auditioning for Matt Damon's new movie, The Mexican. Oh. Someone that took the white savior thing too far. White. The color Stacey Dash hates. Black. <laughs> <laughs> the act says me- uh, Mexican, but the name says black. Black. I know, right? Isn't it hard? Well, Amber, oh, this is tough. I have to tell you. Yeah. We put it all on the line. Oh no. Oh, and no. you were wrong. She is black. Oh. Shit. And this really and this Yes, we've made some upgrades since the last time you were wrong. Uh Oh god. <laughs> some people were right. i'll tell you one thing about this lady when she says get in the car you get your ass in that car i clear you do (laughs) so i'm gonna go ahead and close this window if you don't mind (laughs) she likes to get in the trunk but it's only three get in the trunk all right (laughs) i can't breathe i got asthma right um all right you know what i feel bad about how that one went down let's give one more let's give amber one more chance okay guys yay third one bonus round this for all the marbles okay yes a 21 year old woman froze to death sunday after she left a house party in wisconsin wearing just shorts and stockings elizabeth lubke (sighs) was found by a passerby just a few blocks from her house where she had attended a party the night before. She attended the party following a concert on Saturday night. She had been reported missing by her mother. Officials said that a video camera at a nearby business captured her walking down the street when she apparently collapsed in front of her home and eventually stopped moving. Oh. It was a freezing night with a low temperature of negative 27.5 degrees with the wind chill factored in at 4.25 a.m. when she collapsed. They say her body was mostly frozen when it was found and that she was not dressed for the elements. She was found wearing shorts, fishnet stockings, shoes, and a tank top. A sweater was found near her body. Mm. Well, no need to put that on. Uh, Apparently, she had angrily left the party after an argument. When she got here, she was really, really drunk, and she got mad at her other friend, and she stormed out. Her mother told authorities her daughter had a history of binge drinking and was hospitalized for alcohol poisoning in October after she was found passed out at a bar. Her blood alcohol content at the hospital was 0.4. Shit. Um, uh, some people, of course, mourned her, uh, called her one of the nicest of caring people. Others questioned why people at the party allowed her to leave in such harsh weather. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, Jesus. Yep. 
so i put you especially didn't deserve to die by frozen to death because your in quotes friends left you left you leave a party wearing shorts and a tank top uh so guess the race of uh miss um what is her first name uh elizabeth okay so sounds like you've got your mind made up yeah um i i'm gonna this one is a shout out to uh my friend spreadsheet uh she gave me this one smart ass known as a cheese whiz (laughs) (laughs) shout out to spreadsheet uh let's see what the chat room thinks the official white people winter wear shorts and a sweatshirt white (laughs) elise says okay you know we're a tropical people and no black mama would look for her would wait would look for her or would let her out the house like that this special snowflake is white wearing the traditional winter garments of her people shorts this white woman is now the world's saddest popsicle oh god (laughs) more than that push up pop we talked about the other day guys uh, ah, ah. the shoes were uggs why damn it <laughs> the shoes were uggs oh. <laughs> oh they do love uggs uh not dressed for the elements <laughs> probably wearing cheese head and flip flops white <laughs> flip flops white oh. people do be wearing flip flops when it's cold i seen that the other day and me and his brother looked at each other and just exchanged faces we didn't even know each other we just was like look at this look at this white boy in these shorts and flip-flops it's cold in the motherfucker and give zero fucks <laughs> yeah and we was at the y so i have no idea what that dude was doing like it was like 6 a.m at the ymca like what the fuck were you gonna do with shorts and flip-flops swim ah there's nothing you can do inside that y with shorts and flip-flops anyway um and they weren't swimming trunks they were like khaki like those cargo fans like they weren't you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like, oh, he's just running in. I knew it were cargo pants before you said that because you said he was white and wearing shorts in the winter. They they do love that. Um Darwinism at his best, white frozen cheddar. Ha! Oh. Uh, <laughs> the correct answer is white. <laughs> there we go. Amber made a tremendous comeback. Mm-hmm. That one made up for it um and now we gotta finish it up with uh some sword ratchetness um where's my sword sound effect there we go Mm. now that is a close shave speaking of close shaves today's sore ratchetness is brought to you by bevel mm-hmm. the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps all right new year new you new face new skin uh i think it is time for people to let the razor bumps go all right valentine's day is approaching you can order yours now it'll be here in a few days start shaving with it now then you'll look presentable enough to ask somebody out you right now 
I'm not saying that you're ugly or anything, but I'm just saying <laughs> the confidence that comes with shaving with a razor that's designed for your skin that takes all your razor bumps off. It, you might ask somebody out that's a dime. You know what I'm saying? You might ask somebody out that you've been thinking about asking out for a long time, but you just been scared to do it because you like look in the mirror and you be like, "This is me." Ugh. So this will ah, this will help I'm you out. Back. <laughs> i'm doing online dating again so just putting it out there guys get your shave on get your shave on and uh you know maybe you've been listening to her podcast jerking off to her pictures for years i don't know but now it's time for you to have that confidence so go to getbevel.com use code tbgwt you get 20 percent off of your first month and then you know get your haul on man take a good selfie Put it on your OKCupid okay profile or whatever it is that you use. And, yeah, OKCupid, okay, good over reliable. Yeah, and then you know, start searching for Amber. There you go. All right, no hotels, please. Um, oh no. The <laughs> if you're too woke, don't, don't, please don't. Uh, a sore wilder man threatens family by uh, family taking pictures. Authorities say uh, his name is Michael Anthony Van Fossen. Guess the race, white. A Harris County man, Michael Anthony Van Fossen, 51, is facing an assault charge after authorities say he threatened a family with a sword. It all started when a man was taking pictures with his family on the dead end road. Was this dude never seen a horror movie? What the fuck would you do that for? <laughs> all right, kids, get out the car. <laughs> Made it to the dead end road. <sighs> The man was <laughs> the man with his family told deputies Van Fossen drove up to them and yelled at them to leave suddenly pulling a sword from his vehicle and threatening him the man with family claims they tried to leave but van fossen used his vehicle to block the exit van fossen was still there when authorities showed up he was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and booked in the harris county jail bail was set at thirty thousand dollars and he remains in jail shit what did they even do wrong ah other than get out the car to dead end i mean uh you know what i answer my own question that's i hate to blame the victim but come on that's y'all. <laughs> that's y'all's fault uh at least he didn't stab you uh anyway man ah! make sure you guys check out amber's podcast oh i've got i've got plugs is that okay yeah, yeah you got plugs man drop, okay drop so where plugs. do i start so um give my my hit podcast black chick watching a review especially in itunes give me five four uh four five stars makes you awesome four stars makes you passive aggressive don't be that guy don't be that gal and less than that makes you racist except if you're black because black people can't be racist Mm -hmm. um or people of color anyhow um i have a live show my fundraiser but it's not just a fundraiser it's fun times it it devolves into chaos and everybody loves it every year there's uh you can get entered to win a prize if you give a five-star review for black chick watching the person who gives the most gets uh, a prize and you get entered to win a prize if you donate 25 dollars or more that's sad sunday 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 january 24th which as of this recording is in a few days uh january 24th seven probably p.m eastern time uh listen to black chick watching oh and last thing um i'm trying to get a job because i used to be a performer and i was completely unemployable in normal jobs and i found that uh training and development would be good so if for some reason you know training and development like being a corporate trainer or something um or know somebody who you can hook me up with uh write to me at amberpodcast at gmail.com i'm trying to get my job on 
And uh, that's it for me. All right. Make sure you follow her on Twitter mm-hmm. at Amber Podcast. Um, and you know, uh, what about do you want them to join to be your Facebook friend or no? Uh, no, but you can join the Black Chick Watch. There you go. Um, the Black Chick Watching. Um, what is it? The group. Uh, the group. Black mm-hmm. Chick Watching group. I put cool Black Chick related stuff there. So yeah. There you guys go, man. Amber, as always, it is lovely to see you. Don't oh, don't be you. a stranger. Don't be a stranger. Uh, and uh, everybody else out there, we'll be back um, Saturday. Saturday when we do our feedback show mm-hmm. and uh, balls deep. We'll be doing at five thirty on Friday uh, because Justin is responsible and has shit to do. Um, but we'll definitely be doing it. Um, so for the rest of you guys, um, uh, make sure you guys go to bevel get bevel dot com and uh, we'll be back uh, Saturday. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.